Hey there, it's Craig. If one job isn't giving you enough hours, you may need to find another job. We're going to talk about balancing multiple jobs in today's show. Please join me. I was an engineer and in 2008 lost my job due to the economic collapse. Jobs were scarce. I didn't know where to turn to get help updating my resume. Online services and coaches charge hundreds, even thousands of dollars. I took matters into my own hands and learned how to craft interview-winning resumes. Shortly later, I landed a job with a Fortune 500 company. I've helped many achieve similar success. Now I share my tips to create interview-winning resumes, interviewing excellence, and high-performance growth strategies on my podcast, Career Growth Made Easy. Welcome back to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. Today's show is a bit of a unique one titled Balancing Multiple Jobs. I mentioned in the intro, if one job isn't quite enough, just giving you enough hours, you may need to find another job. But here's the kicker. You may need to find multiple jobs. Ugh. Not only do you have to generate resumes in most cases that should be unique for each job application, but now you've got to interview for each job. Oh, it sounds like so much work. Then you go through with it and you finally get it. You win your second, maybe your third job, but now the balancing act is on. And that's what today's show is about. This other job you find, the second or third job, it doesn't have to be your forever job. But there are phases where you need to be in between a job now and then, and these phases might not align with your potential career path. They might just be filler jobs, and that's okay. It's a part of your life. It means you're willing to do what it takes, what needs to be done to get the job done, to take care of yourself and to take care of your loved ones. And that's not to say you won't take some value away from these jobs either. Sometimes we have to sacrifice and working two jobs absolutely is true for that. But even if you have three jobs. So now, How do you balance these jobs now that you made the sacrifice, you were willing to do it? Your availability was the first thing that should have been on your mind when you've applied for these jobs. What availability do you have? In order to balance that and manage that, you need to have a schedule, and that schedule needs to be time-based. So what are you doing? You are using time management skills, whether you realize it or not. If that's not on your resume and it will help you going forward, jot that down. So if you're someone right now that says, Craig, I already have multiple jobs. I'm exactly who this podcast is for. Well, guess what? You and I have been through it together, you now and me in the past. So take some advice. Let's talk about the values, the skills, the capabilities that you have balancing these multiple jobs and jot them down. They could find their way into a future resume of yours when you apply for your next position, your next company, and it could be a good talking point during an interview. So the first thing I said was your availability, but that means you need to know what your schedule's like, where you can fit in another job, another part-time 
position. With that, it means you're using time management skills. Now, if you don't use time management skills, it's highly likely you'll become overloaded. When you do become overloaded, we're talking about you personally, the level of energy and effort you're exuding is more than you can handle, and you're going to wear yourself down. But your time is also a resource as well. So if you haven't guessed it, resource management, how you manage your time and how you manage your resources, your capabilities, your abilities. Also with this managing multiple jobs or balancing multiple jobs, it comes down to knowing how much personal time you need, knowing when and how to care for yourself. So there needs to be a clear separation between the jobs that you have and your personal time. It's always important to refresh, to recharge. In fact, I'm going to pull out an episode or two. I might, through the magic of podcasting, have to pause and take a look at my episode calendar to see my editorial calendar. But there are a few shows I talked about fueling your body and being careful what you put in your body, both in the sense of food and drink, but also mentally, what you're loading into your body when you recharge. I'll grab those episodes before we're done so I have something for you to help with if you're balancing multiple jobs and maybe need a refresher, a kicker, or just a quick check-in to say, what am I truly doing? What am I consuming? What am I fueling my body with? Am I making good choices or not so much? All right, so back to your time, your time management, your resource management. When you take that personal time, it's important to separate from your job or jobs. That means mentally shutting down from one job so that you can perform fully at your next job or have you know full energy for your personal time, that work-life balance. So hopefully you're in jobs that, that are hourly, that you can do the job and your focus is on that task, that set of situations at hand, uh, the situations at hand. And when you're done, you shut it off and you don't take that work home with you and you don't take it with you on your mind. You travel to your next job and you begin that set of responsibilities and tasks. In the end, in the reality of it all, we do remember what has happened in our prior job that day or that week. And if we had an emotionally charged day, a negative situation with a customer, a difficult, depressing, or negative situation with a staff member, that is going to be inside us. And that is going to kind of, if you will, haunt us, right? But we have to choose to focus on our second and or third jobs that we may have and give it our all. We don't want to cheat out our other employers. Sure, we're all affected by emotional things that happen in our lives, whether it's your personal life or your work, your professional life. But we should try to give it our all if we are truly trying to be the best we can with career growth made easy and balance multiple jobs. It's easier to say than it is to do, but it might be a good time to check in with each other and just say, you know what? Craig's right. I many times have brought my baggage, my mental luggage from my first job into my second job. And there's been more than one time that I've been commented to by a customer, oh, are you having a bad day? Or my supervisor management said, Craig, what's the matter? You're not looking too good today. Another bad day? And, you know, like I said, we're human. I've been there. I've had those moments too. But we should start to take those reminders, those hints, and see what we can do with them to improve upon ourselves, to strengthen ourselves, and try to overcome slowly. It's not going to be a step change in our lives, working multiple jobs and trying to balance them just because you heard one podcast, but it can be fuel for thought. As long as we've got it in our minds, 
that in our hearts, we are starting, we're willing to start the changing process. Okay. So now that we've talked about the job separation between jobs, but also between your personal time, that gives you a little bit more for a work-life balance, if at all possible. Maybe you're in a time in your life where you just have to put the hammer down and work 40 plus hours a week spread over multiple jobs, and that's your balancing act for now. You have a particular need for income or a particular goal you're trying to get to for savings. I honor that. I respect that. Just don't burn the candle at both ends for too long. Otherwise, you could burn out. And that's where you mentally burn out, your body runs out of physical energy, and you just can't perform to your optimum levels. Running too hard for too long can also increase your stress levels to the point where you do damage your body medically. So you want to make sure if you have some warning signs for being overstressed, uh, overworked, that you do find some downtime, even if you have to take some time off from certain jobs, right? The ones that are more stressful than others. I would recommend that. But again, that's a personal decision between you, your family, and your, you know, your jobs, your career. Also, I'm not a doctor. I do offer coaching with regards to career growth, but I'm not a medical expert. If you have any concerns for your health or for your life or your welfare, see the proper experts in their fields to coach you along as well. I will, though, give you a couple episodes. As I mentioned earlier, I want you to fuel your mind with and your body because it's a good episodes and the amount of research I put into them will really help you. It's energy packed with information to help you kickstart and get moving forward on those topics. Now, with these jobs you're taking on, balancing multiple jobs, you typically will broaden your work skills. You'll have a diversification. It's not always that just because you have multiple jobs, you're doing the same type of job in multiple fields, though sometimes it is, but you're getting a diversification. I think that gives you the opportunity to learn what you like, but also learn what you dislike. In fact, this is worth talking about for a moment. This is a tool that I use when I work with some of my coaching students that are job seekers specifically. They tell me they don't know what they want to put on their resume, but they also don't know where they want to apply and where they want to work. So if you don't know what you like, what you want to do in your career, or what you want to do for your next job, that's fine. It really is. I give you permission, in fact, to take the pressure off yourself. I'm smiling as I say that. Instead, start with a list of the things that you don't like. That's the opposite, right? Slowly pare down the things that you're not interested in applying for, jobs that don't align with your likes. That can slowly get you moving forward and thinking about the things you might want to dive deeper into, what you like and what you're interested in. I know that sounds kind of funny, but I've helped a number of my students with this, both in group coaching sessions when I'm at schools, but also one-on-one in private sessions. If you don't know what you want to be, what you want to do for your next job, or if you're kind of pulled in multiple directions with your career and you're not sure how you're going to build your career, what you're going to be, what you're going to do, all these pressures out there, that is okay. As I said, this career growth coach is giving you permission to take the pressure off yourself. But what you can do is start to think of the things that you don't like, all your dislikes. From there then, I don't like this, I don't like that. You know what? Here's two examples. Uh, One was both were what seemed to be medical related, and both people were telling me it was kind of interesting 
They took different paths, though. One person was very interested in in wanting to help animals, and another person really liked people and liked helping people. In both of these situations, they didn't know what they wanted to do, other than they liked animals and liked helping people. Again, these are separate situations. For the person regarding the uh, animal interest, I asked her, okay, she goes, I think I want to be a vet or a vet's assistant, a veterinary assistant. I'm like, great, okay, let's talk about that a minute. What specific areas do you want to help out with being a vet or a vet assistant? I don't know. All right. Let me ask you a question. Um, how are you with blood? Oh, God, no, I can't stand blood. All right. So you may not want to be involved in a trauma ward for animals that get, you know, hurt by accident, uh, you know, car accidents, things of that nature have to be taken care of in a triage unit. You may not want to be involved with a vet with regards to surgeries because that typically will be prone to blood. But maybe you want to be part of the administrative staff that, you know, brings the dogs in, does their initial analysis, gets the paperwork ready, or files their medication, works in the lab in the back, but doesn't necessarily deal with the the uh, blood, you know, of animals, things like that. It's like, oh, that's a great idea. I could be helping animals, but not working directly with them if they're injured. Or I could work at a clinic that just does annual, annual health care for animals, and they're not likely typically hurt. They're just getting checkups. So that gave the person some food for thought and kind of narrow down what they do and don't want to do. Then again, with this other person that was interested in helping people, that's just a really broad range. Will it be in the medical field? Will it be in the, you know, um, the mental field, such as psychology and therapy? Will it be in massage therapy, putting hands on people and helping them with their bodies, stretching them and relieving their muscle tensions and pains? Or is it more of a discussion group, like I said, mental therapy, verbal therapy, discussing with others, coaching and guiding. So there's things you can break down when you want to say, I want to do one thing or another, or I'm interested in this field or not in that field. Now, furthermore, when you're balancing these multiple jobs, you're going to naturally be pulled to one towards the other. It's going to help you find yourself and potentially can help you with your career path. You basically will be sampling multiple jobs and seeing which is best for you. It's kind of like a job buffet. Now, I'm not making light of your particular situation because I've had multiple jobs at times and it's hard work rushing from one job to another. One job keeps you after, which makes you late for your next job. And it seems like a never ending effect until the day is over. And then it's kind of a oh, a shrug to get up and start the day again, knowing you have two or three jobs ahead of you. But This is really where it comes down to balancing those jobs so you can find your fit in society to see where you need to be and then reduce the number of jobs that you have. That way, you'll be able to work through what is best for you. One thing, though, that I would suggest that you avoid is job hopping. That's where you just sample jobs, like I briefly mentioned, a buffet, if you will. And I don't want you to take that lightly. Going from one job to another can have a negative history, a negative uh, a statement on your resume. So at least try to stick in for your jobs if you're balancing multiple jobs. And as I've urged before, unless it's a toxic environment, a toxic setting that, you know, regardless of what job you hold, it's with the same company and it's a negative situation. Unless that's the case, I recommend trying to stick with it so that you hold several months of experience with that company and see if maybe another job opens up that you can balance that job instead of this job and apply for it. You've already inside the company, you've already interviewed, so maybe it's just going to be a lesser effort to move to that other job to find yourself and find a new role within the company. But again, if it's toxic, it's a bad environment, it's not a a positive situation for you, and it creates a negative environment for your health, such as stress and so forth. I would recommend leaving that and moving as quickly as you can to get out of that. So 
Try to stay in those jobs for a few months. See what feels best for you when you're balancing your jobs. And get a feel for the role before you decide it's right or it's not the right one for you. Balancing multiple jobs can be difficult. Hopefully today's show gave you a little bit different viewpoint on things if you're preparing to do that or you're already involved in that. And it might have given you some tips and techniques to separate yourself when you go from job one to job two to job three. And then also just a gentle reminder, try, it's very difficult, but try to shut down from each job so that you give your best to the next job. And finally, At the end of the day, you give your best to yourself. Treat yourself, re-energize, recharge, and if you have a family, give them the best you have left after a long day. Oh, and I didn't forget, I promised to give you the names of two shows that might help you out when it comes to refueling your body and having energy. And those two shows are actually sequential episodes, number 38 and 39. The first being Things That Rob Your Energy, followed by 39. What do you fuel your body with? I found both of those shows very interesting, and I've got some factual information and references there from some uh, medical experts online. You might want to give it a listen. Thank you for being a valuable listener to the Career Growth Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Craig Ansell. If you found today's show helpful, we're on a mission to get to a minimum of 100 reviews for our podcast. Please take the time, pause briefly when it's safe, and go out to the internet using Apple iTunes or another one of your favorite players, and please leave us a review. We take the reviews seriously and always look for ways to improve so we give you new, fresh content served up weekly. Thank you so much for being a valuable listener. I will talk to you next week. Peace out.